Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day four with my good friend Jacques Lucier and having a great time. And just, it's so much fun talking about Jesus and how he changes us. And and he just wants the best for us. You know, God is such a good God. And, you know, I know people out there sometimes teach that God's going to smack you and do this to you, but he's a loving God. You know, he's good. The devil steals, kills, and destroys, not God. And God gets blamed for a lot of stuff he had nothing to do with. Right. The devil had his hand. Of course, the devil is the master of deception. You know, he convinces people that right is wrong and wrong is right. We're living in a world today, Jacques, where there's a it's a messed up society, but it's all foretold in our Bible. We shouldn't be surprised. But you know, you read the end of the book, we win. Amen. So praise God. We get to go to heaven on streets of gold. It's going to be a good thing. But let's pray. Father, we just come today for more of you. Father, thank you for Jacques and his sharing his testimony and what you have done in his life. And you can change anybody. The most vile person out there, you can change any of us to be a new man in Christ. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Jacques, we talked about church last time, the importance of a pastor and a shepherd. And I'm just going to kick it over to you, kind of what God's doing in your life now with the trucking and so on. Thank you, Greg. Well, as like Greg just said, I'm a truck driver. I stay out on the road probably four or five weeks at a time, then come home for seven or eight days, and I go back out four or five weeks or longer. So I spend a lot of time alone <laughs> and a lot of time on the road. You know, Greg's witness to me got me saved, and so I, I didn't used to didn't go out and uh, witness to many people because I didn't think I was qualified. But I read the Word, and I didn't say in there that you anywhere in there that you have to be taught in a seminary or anything like that, the right. witness of the of Jesus and uh, his love and his kindness and his grace. And it says, for all of us believers or disciples, so let's go out and spread the good news. Yep. And I I like to, I, I spend my time on the road and I run into people. I, I like to exercise, so I've been out on running trails and uh, running along and someone go by me the other way and the Holy Spirit hit me and say, hey, go back and talk to them. Now, I'll be honest, before when you do that, at first I'd be like, yeah, I'm not turning around going back and talking now. <laughs> that wasn't the spirit. That was just me saying that. Yeah. You know, but here lately, I he tells me to go talk to somebody. I go talk to somebody, and I'll turn around and go back, and I usually start the conversation with just by talking to him a little bit, and then I just say, do hey, you mind if I ask you a question? And I just say, has anybody ever talked to you about Jesus? Now, I find most people that I talk to either say they know Jesus or they tell me, yeah, I know about him, I've heard about him, or they just say, I go to so-and-so church. And so if they already know Jesus, I usually just ask if I could pray over them, and I pray over them and go on about my, about what I was doing. I've had incidents where, like, sitting in my truck reading my reading the Word, and a man pulled in beside me and dropped the trailer and pulled away, and another guy came over and hooked up, and he just was staring at me. So being friendly, I wave at him, <laughs> wondering why he's staring at me, <laughs> and then... Uh, Go back to what I was doing, and he come knocked on my door, and he was he asked me. He said, "Can you pray for me?" And I was like, "Okay, sure." He said, uh, "You don't mind if you you don't have to pray out loud or anything. You just you know pray quietly." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's not a problem." My wife said, "Yeah, he didn't know you because <laughs> one anybody knows me knows I don't pray quiet, and I'm not I'm not a quiet person <laughs> most of the time." And so, and he he told me that he when he was coming there he was. He knew he knew God. He was saved, but he hadn't been walking with God, and God put, been putting it on him that he needed to develop his relationship with him. And when he saw me reading the Word, he he said, "Well, I'll have this man pray for me." So I prayed over him and talked to him a little bit. And he left, and I'll probably never see him again. But I know the Lord is working in his life. 
and it would make a big change because it changed. I know how it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Witnessing to me, I heard someone, I heard an atheist talking one time saying the problem he had with Christian was is not their belief. He said, but he said that he didn't believe they were true because so many Christians didn't witness about Jesus because he said, even I, if I knew that something could save my friend's life, I would keep telling them about it, telling them about it until they changed. He said, but so many Christians that he knew would say nothing to him. And he'd be like, why you don't talk to me about Jesus? He's like, well, I know you don't believe. He said, but if you know something's going to save somebody's life, why would you not tell them? Come on, John. So I believe it's our, every believer's job. And you can't, you got to get over the thing worrying about being qualified. Your testimony is a witness to God. Your testimony can show somebody the walk they need. The, the, they need Jesus. That's the only way. The word says he's the only way. Yep. And maybe not everybody was as bad as I was before they got saved because when he changed me, there was no doubt in my mind. There was no doubt in my wife's mind. There was no doubt in my older children's mind because his presence will change your life. It will make your life better and make it joyful. You'll still have the same, you might still have the same problems. But you have that joy and that peace inside you that you can overcome all those problems. To this day, people in my town that I live in for the last 30 years, still, some people still think I'm that old man, that man that died at the, that died when he gave himself to Christ. They don't know the reborn man. They still think I'm the man that's going to get angry. And even my older children say, you know, this is not the same dad we had when we were little. They don't, they don't understand it. Witnessing to me is important, and everybody can make a difference. Yes, we can. Jacques, tell about that story about the guy in town recently when he was driving the truck or whatever that uh, cut you off or slowed down. Oh, yeah, I was coming home one time, and he was in front of me in a pickup, and he kept hitting his brakes because, he, he, in his opinion, I was too close. I was trying to get home. I've been out for like 10 weeks, so I was trying to get home. So I probably was too close <laughs> yeah, for safety-wise, but... So where I parked that, I pulled in and parked. My wife was waiting for me, and I'm gone a lot. So a lot of people actually, some, a lot of people thought that she wasn't married because they'd never seen me around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd show up every now and then at school functions, and people would be like, hey, who's that? Oh, that's your husband? Oh, yeah. But they knew they knew that she had a husband, but they knew their husband was, and they, they'd be like, he's, uh, he's mean. They knew, they, they were worried and feared me. Is, is my reputation was I was I was not known as a nice man, but he pulled in. I saw him pull in. And I got out of the truck and I walked around the side. And I told my wife, I said, I don't know, I don't know who this is, but he, he's been acting funny from me, so just stay over there. And he come around. And he started talking, mouthing. The old me would have just started beating him, but the new me <laughs> just looked at him and said, Hey, I don't want no trouble. You know, go just go get in your truck and go home. You know, I don't want no trouble. And then my wife, who knew him, who knew him, she stepped around and, and said his name, and he was like Darlene. And she's like, "Yeah." And he, she's, and he went, "This is Jock." She goes, "Yeah, my husband." He, he's like, "Oh," and he just turned around, and got by his truck, and drove off. <laughs> and come to find out, he went when he went home. He walked in, and told his wife, "He's like, I almost got got killed tonight." She's like, "What happened?" She and he told her, and he's, he's like, "You know that man will put you in the hospital." <laughs> and when my wife went and saw him the next day. She saw his wife up at the water. She works at the water thing. And uh, she walked in and he, she started laughing. She said, 
She said, you know, hear what happened last night? She's like, oh, yeah. She said, I can't believe my husband's that dumb. She should have known. He'd known that he would put him in the hospital. <laughs> he, don't, he was close to death. And, and my wife had to tell her, you know, well, he's not like that anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> it might change you, but people, people still try to claim you're the old you. Yeah. You just got to keep walking with Christ and showing the new you until everybody's convinced. Amen. Well, we were talking earlier, I think on podcast one, about Jacques' name catches people because you just think of this sophisticated guy drinking tea with his little pinky up, you know. And, <laughs> but Jacques, is, like I said before, he looks more like the Duck Dynasty guys that work out and pump iron because Jacques's big on working out. And so, you know, you can still do things in the natural when you love Jesus. You can keep your body healthy. And uh, that's an example to the rest of us that maybe haven't done as well in that area. Jacques could still put a hurting on some people, so I'm glad he likes me and uh, <laughs> loves Jesus. And uh, Jacques, we're going to go into our last day tomorrow here shortly, but uh, if you would just pray for our listeners, please. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. I pray that the, my testimony and my words are your words, and that it's uh, helping somebody out there to draw them closer to you, and it's helping the lost to come into the light. Guide me in all, I, all we do, and we thank you for your, for your presence, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. I just want to encourage you that I hope those of you that are, that know Jesus will just um, be more bold to share him because you, you can't mess it up. If you, the love of God is inside of us as a born-again believer. And even if you say all the wrong things, uh, God can help that and plant that seed in somebody's life. So I just want to encourage you just to go talk to somebody, just to one person. And you can change somebody's life and their family, like Jacques said, for forever and ever. So I just want to encourage you to to go out and talk to somebody. Well, folks, you can contact Jacques through our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.